Hello and welcome to another episode of Storytellers AZ, the podcast and meetup group for anyone who wants to tell better stories. As always, my name is Tyler Hurst and people still pay me for writing. To my left tonight is... In front of Tyler is myself, Brian LaPan. All right. And next to him... Is Sarah Marcus. And what do you do, Sarah? I am a poet and I'm currently writing a book. Excellent. And rounding out the group, to my right is... <laughs> Matt Fox. Matt, what do you do? Uh, not a whole lot. I write at persuasiontheory.com. And how's your ebook doing? You released your ebook a couple weeks ago? Weeks? Months Very now? Well, yeah. Weeks? That was good. Good. Downloads, Very well. Downloads what you hoped for? Yes. Good. Excellent. We can always be better, but yes. Well, I'm yeah. Very happy. But then people are actually downloading it. And yes. Yeah. Okay, awesome. And I'm getting lots of great feedback, so that is even better. Very cool. Very cool. Are you, um, you going to edit that and publish it in a different version, or is that is what you have just like step one in a multiple book series. Why don't you describe your book for us, Matt? <laughs> he said he downloaded it and read it, but uh, <laughs> I did. Just you describe it. Uh, it's called Friction Free Sales and Marketing. So it's basically about reducing the resistance in sales and marketing funnel. Okay, that's the nuts and bolts of it. Very cool. Um, it is good. I did read it. I just it's his book. He needs to talk about it. Yeah. I'm the one that's supposed to be selling it, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, speaking of that, our uh, topic today is talking and speaking. Brian LePan uh, talking that and one. speaking. Uh, what it was is uh, I'm totally freaked out about a TEDx speech that I have. Uh, what's today? The today is the 14th. I have a speech uh, tomorrow night. And uh, as a writer, I'm always used to being able to uh, to use my fingers to talk for me. And my big and my biggest fear now that I realize that Stephen Pressfield, someone the guy who wrote The War of Art, doesn't like to speak. Uh, I am freaked out that my speaking voice is not the same as my writing voice. And I, was, I asked the group tonight if they had any tips on uh, anyone who has that, that type of problem. And before they tell me, hey, you're fine, uh, what do you tell a person who, who is worried about having their speaking and writing voices the same? Brian. Well, first of all, I mean, and of course, it, it surprised me when you said you're having that problem because we do the podcast every two weeks and yeah. you're always speaking and you're I'm always not thinking about, I'm think not, about that. I'm not thinking when I'm on the podcast. So you don't consider our wonderful podcast audience of thousands as important as the 200 people that are going to show up tomorrow night. Actually, this is very similar to writing because he's not getting any feedback from an audience. And I think that is what's really screwing him up. Well, yeah, we're giving feedback, but I'm that, not, I think he doesn't care I'm not about worried us. about, I'm, you're not, not, you're not my audience, you're, you're my feedback loop. And so that, but that's a very good point is, you know, speaking live on stage, um, for some reason you're going to treat it differently than when you're speaking in a recorded environment and you shouldn't, you should be speaking the same both ways. Uh, when you record each of the benefit of, of totally Xing out your mistakes instead of living with them on stage. Sitting here, it's, it's uh, more of a conversation just like. You but know. but I think if to be a good speaker, you're bringing that whole audience into that conversation. Oh, I agree completely. You're not actually projecting to everybody. You're talking to everybody as if they're us. So how do you do that uh, if you're on stage in a dark room where you can't see everybody? Because, well, you know they're there, first of all. I mean, you, even if you have lights shining in on you and stuff like that, you know they're there. Okay. And just um, just like a newscaster speaks into a camera or an actor speaks into so a camera. So you want me to act on stage? Yes, act and play yourself. Ooh. Leave your clothes on. I don't think that I would. I think I would have hired someone else to play me. Who would you have hired in your best world? Uh, Crispin Glover. <laughs> Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, Matthew Perry. <laughs> I mean, Brad Pitt's a little, a little much. I mean, a young Christopher Walken, maybe. Yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, Sarah, you're a poet at times, um, and other times a writer. Do you find it different, extremely different, when you read your poems aloud versus when you write them? Yes, extremely what's different? different. What's different? Well, um, what's different is, um, as we mentioned before, is cadence plays a lot into effect um, because when it's going through your head, you have one voice going, but then have to repeat that out loud is an entirely different thing to get that same rhythm going. But I think also what it really comes down to more of is that um, when you're talking to your audience, like when you're on a stage, part of being a good speaker any type of public speaker is that you really know your audience. You know what you're telling them. And that's part of why you don't necessarily have to listen to their feedback entirely is because you know what you're talking about. And this is a good actor, too. They know the people that are there coming. They know what they're going to do. And they can deliver the performance that the audience is expecting. But then, you know, it goes back to what we were talking about before. So, But on the other hand, I would say is the best comes from when I don't know what's coming at me. You know, yeah. the people in a... It's not preaching to the converted. It's preaching to people that don't believe. Mm. And when you can get that kind of group to change and to grow mm. and to move and to enjoy and to laugh at something they never heard of before. I mean, you're going to tell some stories mm. about your life that they don't know anything about you. And you can well, bring them into your life. I'm, I know that part. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about the actual mechanics of delivery. And I think that, that, that the advice that you guys have, have talked about so far is just pretend. I mean, really, not, not that I'm up there writing it, but stop. Get out of my head. I mean, it's getting out. Yeah, of my head. That, yeah, we were talking about that earlier. I messed yeah. that a bunch of times, and, and yeah. it makes sense because I can't write when I'm thinking about what people will think of it as I'm writing it. So why am I worried about the the, the speech part yeah, too? Yeah, that's what, the, so go ahead. I was gonna say that's from my experience and the people that I've known that I talked to about it. It's that's what happens is they get up there, they start thinking about you know what they're saying. They say they're whatever it is that's coming out and then you know the audience reacts a certain way and they start going well is that is that a good thing or is that a bad thing there's somebody somebody over there's yawning are they bored but you know every, they're missing all the people over here that are smiling um so you just kind of have to you've got an energy whether the yeah. room's black and you can see mm -hmm. them or not mm -hmm. there's an energy and you can feel it you know that mm -hmm. there's something going on there and if you're stuck in your head thinking about the words that you're using um the fact that you just you know burped up whatever you had for dinner <laughs> great everybody has heard that i think uh, i think dinner is right before uh when i speak too so that'll be interesting i appreciate you uh well, yeah i want to that i could throw that. up on stage as i burp up my dinner just bring a bucket <laughs> well no no it's hey, just one of those times that, you know, i will be unforgettable i'm not my first time speaking but it's, it, i will be unforgettable in tedx like hey remember that guy I threw up on stage he's doing great <laughs> um I don't you, get that. You, I'm you not, would get more views than anybody not, else would know that. Right? I'm not worried about doing that. I, that's that part. I'm I'm not. But it's stuff that people will never, you know, not really throwing up. But you know what I mean? Yeah. A hiccup or something. You yeah, just yeah, do yeah. something and you're like, oh, my God, everybody caught that. And I'm, oh, now they're, oh, Yeah, man. nobody cares. It's like um, I kind of liken that to, uh, you know, in, in class when you put your hand, when your, your your head on your hand and you prop it up like you're tr trying to sleep. And then you hear a loud noise or whatever and you jump up and you think that you kick something. You're freaking out. Everyone's staring at you and no one, nothing. <laughs> Happened. Nobody no noticed that you were you. asleep. Yeah, yeah, so half yeah the time, but okay, but you're not on stage, okay? Oh yeah, true, <laughs> true. But here's another, but it's, here's a better example. But, but similar thing is, is people aren't unless you're doing the. Uh, but they don't um, know that you're screwing up. Yeah, exactly. Unless you you're the exactly. only person unless, that knows your speech. Like I went to see a concert, Ian Hunter concert. He always wears dark glasses. And one show, the glasses fell off, and he's never been shot without glasses like in 35, 40 years. And all he said was. Fuck it. This is the show everyone's going to talk about. It's the show where Ian dropped his fucking glasses. 
And it's like, yeah. And he was really upset about it, and it really hurt him through the rest of the show. Oh, yeah. Because he was con- self-conscious. He was like, self-conscious everyone's going to remember this fucking glasses thing. And it's oh, like, you I'm- know what? But no one cared. Everyone loved it. Yeah. Everyone who was there go, I was at the show. Well, that's, it, you know, to say the same thing, I remember getting married, and I was Everybody's like, are you nervous? Are you nervous? You know, you know what, what happens if this happens? What happens? I'm like, who cares? You know, if I trip and fall and break my teeth and I got really drunk, I'm so glad my wife's not listening to this because she will confirm that I got really, <laughs> really drunk that night. Is it, but, is it weirder? But that that's I'm, what everybody remembers is all the things that were going on. Is it weirder that I'm far less concerned about my wedding in 10 days than I am about this speech tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think that's a very good sign. It's a very good sign. Okay. Yeah. That's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. That's healthy. Because everyone's asked, like, what if you say something on stage? I'm like, I don't care. Everyone's there to see me. I could say whatever I wanted. My vows. Are uh, you writing your own vows? Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'm writing the whole ceremony. Are you? Oh, I'm writing the whole ceremony. Very cool. And writing your own vows. So very you're cool. more worried about people you don't know than people you do. Of course. See? Well, I'm also worried because it's TEDx and it's going to be like internationally. I mean, well, hopefully. And what's going to You know, they don't all make them on the, on the YouTube, right? <laughs> they all make it onto YouTube. <laughs> Everything makes it onto YouTube. Sometimes don't make it beyond that. <laughs> so, do you ever think about like, I don't know, I'll tell you, that would have been a great TEDx speech as you doing your doing the whole wedding thing there. Talk about writing your own. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That I'd have to actually great. have written them for that. Though. Know, well, it would have been good practice. <laughs> Nothing like a deadline. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Do you know what you're talking about tomorrow, by the way? Yes. Excellent. Sharing three stories of how failure led to success three different times in a cycle that keeps, it's a cycle that keeps going. And nice. We need to embrace it and all that kind of good stuff. So. Cool. And the title is? Um, how, how me trying to impress the audience led me to using this title. Okay. Something like that. I don't remember the actual title. I don't remember the word for word. But I'm okay, but sure if someone's going to look it up on YouTube, they look up for... They're going to look up how failing or how, how failing to impress the audience with a catchy title led me to using this one. That's seriously... <laughs> By Tyler Hurst. <laughs> By Tyler Hurst. <laughs> that's, that's it right there. Remember Tyler Hurst in there, please? Uh, that's yeah. going to be the key. <laughs> that's going to be the key part is I, Tyler I, Hurst. I reread the, uh, the how, to, how to Fail a Self-Hurt Guide by Aaron Goldfarb. Right. Uh, he was a member of, of uh, Seth Godin's uh, street team, Domino Project street team with me. Hmm. And so um, I couldn't figure out a name for a speech, and he helped out. And he wrote he he wrote the book on on failing, which is awesome. Uh, and I do, and I do mention that that book in there. Excellent. Yeah, it's good times. Good times. All right, now that we're done talking about me, uh, well, it's going to call it a wrap. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, we are Storytellers AZ uh, podcast and meetup group for anyone who wants to show up and uh, basically get your fears uh, wiped away about writing, presenting, all that kind of good stuff. We or meet, made fun of. Or made fun of that too. We made fun of, yeah. We meet the second and fourth Wednesday of every single month at Gangplank in downtown Chandler from 7 to 9 p.m. Uh, it's free to come, free to show up, uh, and we're always here. So we'll see you. If you have any questions, you want to get in the show, email Tyler at Gangplank HQ. Or and if you want to bring snacks, we'd be great. Snacks are good. And uh, Matt really wants fan mail. So <laughs> if we could send some fan mail to us, please do I that. I think he'd actually prefer people buy his book. What's the book called again, and where is it available? My oh, yeah. website, per- persuasiontheory.com. It is actually free on my website. <laughs> for cookies. Free content. That's a totally new. That's a, that's totally a good, content. That's Should be on Amazon for sale, though, within the next couple weeks. All right. Excellent. Thank you for listening to Storytellers AZ. We'll see you next time. It's just just joke central in here, everybody. <laughs> Jokes all. Joke, 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 joke.